So we're going to be looking now at the Reserve Bank and understanding exactly how it functions, who are some of the people behind it, and also answering some of the important questions you may ask. Uh, this is a particular. This is in particular to the Reserve Bank and uh, the country. The Reserve Bank, of course, marking a hundred-year history. Uh, that's part of what is taking place. It was founded in 1921. Well. To be part of this conversation, Ahmed Mortier, he is the author of the Reserve Bank, a license to steal money from citizens, how money is created from nothing for du- for dummies. Ahmed, good morning. Hello, Ahmed. Hello, can you hear me? Good hi, morning. M- hi, Mr. Mortier. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Thank you so much for coming on to the show for us. So um, I think perhaps let's just start with the basics here. What is the Reserve Bank and what does it do? Well, the simple answer is that the Reserve Bank, first of all, is a private corporation, especially in South Africa. It is a private institution. And therefore, the citizens do not have a say in the the Reserve Bank. Mm. The, The Reserve Bank, the way it was created in 1921, as you said, as uh, a mandate whereby it has no accountability to parliament or the citizens of the country, and it is uh, independent, totally independent. Therefore, we do not have any benefit from the Reserve Bank. That that is the sad part, that the citizens of the country do not benefit from the massive wealth that the Reserve Bank is able to create. Let's talk about um, the issue of um, the ownership of the Reserve Bank. You talk about it being a private entity. Is that when you t- when you compare our Reserve Bank to Reserve Banks globally, what is the trend? Well, our South African Reserve Bank is modeled on the Reserve Bank of the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States, which also is a private institution, by the way. And as far as the ownership is concerned, the the Reserve Bank has directors who we know, and they are visible, and we know their names. There are shareholders, and there's about 10,000 shareholders, and the government is one of those shareholders. And then you have the owners of the Reserve Bank, and that is secret. In the United States, if you make an effort, just an effort, to try to find out who are the private owners of the Reserve Bank, you would be arrested and you would go to jail. In South Africa, that information is also private. So the ownership of the Reserve Bank is private. We could probably guess who are the ownership of the Reserve Bank by simply looking at who owns the economy of South Africa. And that should give you some indication as to who are the owners of the Reserve Bank. Let's talk about the function of the Reserve Bank in terms of the South African economy. What is the Reserve Bank mandated to do? Well, that is the the, the tricky question. The information that we are indoctrinated to believe that the Reserve Bank is created to moderate and um, control our economy so that, you know, inflation is taken care of and so forth. But that is the biggest lie that you can have, because the way the South African Reserve Bank 
operates to control inflation, for example, is to increase interest rates. Now, any grade 10 student will tell you that if you increase interest rates, prices go up. Now, is that the motive of trying to fight inflation is by increasing prices, or is the aim to bring down prices? If by inflation you increase uh, interest rates and hope that the inflation is going to come down, that is the biggest lie that you have been, ever been perpetrated. Now, I could say that, but you don't have to believe me. Joseph Stiglitz, I think you may know of him, he won the Nobel Prize for Economics, and he has rubbished the idea of the reserve banks of the world to increase interest rates by fighting inflation. So the idea that the Reserve Bank is created to moder moderate our economy is a big lie. I'm in conversation, sorry, I'm in conversation with Ahmed Mortier. He's the author of The Reserve Bank, a License to Steal Money from Citizens or How Money is Created from Nothing for Dummies. It's 18 after 10. We're going to take a quick break. I'll continue the conversation with him after this. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. You're live on the Talking Point. We're continuing the conversation this morning. And, of course, we were taking a closer look at the Reserve Bank. Ahmed Mortier um, is the author of the Reserve Bank, a license to steal money from citizens and how money is created from nothing for dum- for, dum- for dummies. rather. Mr. Mortier, just um, you know, speaking to you, one gets the sense that you believe that the Reserve Bank has not always or is not necessarily acting in the interests of South Africans? Yes, it's really not in the interests of South Africans. I mean, like I said earlier, mm. that the Reserve Bank, we are indoctrinated to believe that the Reserve Bank uh, is there to manage our economy and to uh, guide it towards economic prosperity. Oh, that is a big lie. I'll give you one example. In the 12 years that my research was uh, spent, the Reserve Bank created 1.6 trillion rand from nothing. Now, I could go on later on to explain how the bank creates money from nothing, but let me just go to the 1.6 trillion rand which the banks created. That money belongs to the Reserve Bank. It's private owners of the Reserve Bank. The citizens of the country do not benefit at all from that 1.6 trillion rand. Now, what people do not realize that 1.6 trillion rand created over 12 years is a huge sum of money. Just to give you, for, for your listeners to conceptualize and even for yourself to conceptualize how much is 1.6 trillion rand, just imagine if you were to count 1.6 trillion in seconds, you know, of your clock, tick, tick, tick. How long would it take for 1.6 trillion number to be accomplished. Well, when I ask people this question, some people will say 12 months, some will say 12 weeks, and so forth. But as you are thinking about, in your mind, how long it will take, it will take 31,709 years. Now, remember, the banks created 1.6 trillion rand. That will take you in seconds on your time clock more than 50 
thousand years. You can calculate it on your calculator. Now, that huge sum of money created by the Reserve Bank from nothing, South African citizens do not benefit by that. We have so much poverty here, and incidentally, what people also do not realize that the banks are responsible partly for creating poverty, and people do not realize that. Just by simply taking money out of your pockets, and that's the other sad part. We give the banks permission to steal money from our pockets and transfer it into their vaults. Now, isn't that criminal? Isn't that immoral? But unfortunately, our government has given the mandate to the Reserve Bank to perpetuate fraud, but when a citizen would be involved in the same kind of fraud, we would go to jail or we'll be, we'll be prosecuted. Mm. How, 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 do, how, how do we give banks the, the authorities you're saying to steal from us? Very simply, I'll give you an example. Supposing the, the government wants uh, 10 billion rand and it goes to the Reserve Bank and assume that the Reserve Bank, oh no, maybe that's not a good example to explain what you, the question you've asked. Um, that was a question that would answer how the banks made money from nothing. Uh, to answer your question, every time the bank increases interest rates, your mortgage goes up, your car loans go up, your bank charges go up, everything goes up. Who is paying for that? The banks did not work for that. So overnight, millions of rand, actually probably billions of rand, goes into the bank coffers. Did the bank work for it? No. But that money comes out from your hard-earned money from your pocket and is transferred there simply because of a stroke of a pen, the bank decides to increase uh, interest rates by, say, 25 or 50 basis points. Mm. Tell us more. Sure, sure. Sorry. Tell us more about the research that that you had conducted, which you referenced earlier, and and what in particular you were looking at. Well, for me, the fractional reserve system is uh, really an illegal system. But let me give you an example of how the banks create money from nothing and how they create so much money. Supposing the government requires, say, 10 billion uh, rand, and of course it goes to the Reserve Bank. Now, supposing, just for argument purposes, the Reserve Bank has absolutely no money in, in its coffers, zero dollars, zero rand. Well, the average citizen, if was requested to provide this huge sum of money would be at a loss. However, the Reserve Bank is very happy by this request. What the Reserve Bank does, it takes a piece of paper, puts some fancy designs on it, and calls it Reserve Bank Note. And it sends it over to the government for, in exchange for government bonds. Now, and, and puts a value of 10 billion rent on it. Now, it does not have any assets to support that. It's like a check. It's like a person writing a check without any money in the bank. Anyway, then the government takes another piece of paper, puts some fancy designs on it, and calls it 
government bonds. Now remember, a government bond is an instrument of debt which have to be paid back after a certain period of time with interest. Now, when the government sends the bonds to the Reserve Bank in exchange for the Reserve Bank note, which has absolutely no value, overnight, the Reserve Bank now has 10 billion rand in its coffers, plus the interest that the government will pay. Now, isn't that immoral? Isn't that illegal in, a, in the true sense of the, word, of, the word, of the word? But we allow that to happen because we've given the Reserve Bank the mandate to do that. Now, instead of the citizens benefiting, who benefits? The private owners of the Reserve Bank. Not the shareholders, not the directors who we know, who advise and they form the so-called uh, Monetary Policy Committee of the Reserve Bank, but the private owners of the Reserve Bank. Now, aren't we being defrauded? Aren't we being, uh, how can I say, disenfranchised? Aren't we becoming more poor because of the wealth that is taken from us and sent over to the Reserve Bank, the richest institution in the world? So, Mr. Mortier, of course, we, we've had a lot of um, talk about the Reserve Bank under different scenarios and circumstances, I think, over the last couple of years. In in your view, the current conversation where the Reserve Bank is, um, where the Reserve Bank is concerned? Well, you know, at one point, the ANC was talking about nationalizing the Reserve Bank. Well, I would not recommend nationalizing because that would be very costly for the citizens of South Africa. What the Reserve Bank has to be done, or what is the best way to address this problem, is to expropriate the Reserve Bank and compel the owners of the Reserve Bank to pay back all the money that they have accumulated over the you know, many decades of years. Now, we have an excellent example of two countries that uh, we could follow. You all know, and we already read about it quite often in the newspapers, about the situation in Greece, which is in deep debt. And what we do not read too often is the example of Iceland, which decided to arrest all the bankers and uh, issued warrants of arrest for the bankers. Unfortunately, most of the bankers flew you know, fled the country and went to England and the USA. Mm. But what is interesting is that the prediction for Iceland was that it will be, it will be, you know, have a terrible economic collapse. Instead, Iceland is free of debt. Greece debt has multiplied several times over and is in a far worse situation. South Africa can take an example, either follow the example of Iceland and close down and expropriate to the reserve banks of the world, or follow the example of Greece and continue to be in debt and uh, let its citizens suffer economically. Ahmed Mortier is an author there, as you heard. He's the author of the book, The Reserve Bank, A License to Steal Money from Citizens, How Money is Created from Nothing for Dummies. And, of course, uh, reflecting on his own views when it comes to some of the matters around the Reserve Bank. It's just after 10.30. Utsi Lesaku is standing by with your latest news headlines.